Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to episode number nine in the book of Revelation. That's season 27, the 27th book of the New Testament. We're going to talk about one of the most famous passages in the book of Revelation this morning. I'm going to title today is Losing Your Dearness. Now, this idea, uh, this is about a passage that speaks of about not duty so much, but dearness. Dearness of a relationship that God actually has with his people. And if he doesn't have it, you can sense in the passage he, he, he desires. He desires its restoration. All right, so this is from uh, Revelation chapter 2. And he is, the, the Lord himself is walking in the church of Ephesus in probably in real time, 95 AD or so. And he says in verse 4, 2, 4, but I have this against you, that you have abandoned the love you had at first. Verse 5, remember therefore from where you have fallen, repent and do the works you did at first. If not, I will come to you and remove your lampstand from its place unless you repent. All right, so the NIV says that you have forsaken the love you had had at first. NASB says you have left your first love. And the message says you've walked away. So in general, today can't be a bad day because we're going to think about love. But really what we're going to talk about, the big tragedy, is the loss of, of love. First, though, we have to get to this this idea is that God could have something against us. It means that he's giving us some push pushback here. There's an oppositional uh, component to this. So our direction of travel is met with the opposition of God. So we step back and ask, hey, does God have the right to say this about me? And the answer, of course, is, is yes. So if he left me alone, this would be particularly bad. Remember, there's something worse than the loving, corrective redirection of God, and that is his indifference. So he is saying, you can do better here. He's not saying, I'm out of here. He's saying, you can do better here. And this is the great favor to us. So just a little teaching point about that is if today is the day that you hear his voice or in your conscience or the voice from heaven, the voice in your head saying, but I have this against you, that you could do better, then you should stop right at this moment. Consider that your life's greatest blessing, that he is there. He's he's intimate. He's speaking. That's what a good family does. It does. It corrects and it receives correction. So if that's you, receive it in, uh, enthusiastically. All right. The big point in today's passage, though, is this first love and uh, possibly even a romantic uh, uh, type of love. Jeremiah 2.2 says, I remember the devotion of your youth, your love as a bride, how you followed me in the, in the wilderness. It's, this, it's the way we view the other person and the relationship, and that view has gone south. So how so? Well, left, walked away, abandoned, and love for who? So the Ephesians have lost their love. Now, who is who have they lost their love for? Certainly, it's for the person of God, for, for God himself. But also, uh, I don't know if you've ever broken up with a person relationally, but you break up with them and you break up with their their whole footprint in, in, your, in your life. And that would mean and certainly it applies here in the context of the passage of Ephesians, is their love for, for people. So who have they lost their love for? They've lost their love for the person of God, and they've lost their love for the loves of God. And um, 
and here you see them maybe breaking up with the Lord, but also breaking up with the people and the intimate connections that they have with the people of God. Uh, it reminds me of the passage we just did a couple weeks ago in 1 John 4. If anyone says, I love God and hates his brother, he's he's a liar. That is, there's no daylight between the love of God and the love of his people, at least, at least to start. So breaking up with God means practically breaking up with the people of God. Um, and of interest, this is not our first day with the Ephesians. We we have a, a snapshot of them from a couple decades before. Ephesians 1.15, For this reason, because I have heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love towards all the saints. So knowing what we know about the Ephesians is they've come a long way down. So the charge is here to recover your earthly love. And how do we do that? Remember and then repent and go backward. So it's like putting the potential energy back in the relationship. Climb back up. Repent with God that this isn't a good good thing. All right, so here's my main thought about today that I'd like to, to leave with you. And that is that this passage speaks not of duty, even though there is some duty in there, but of dearness. This is about the dearness of the relationship that people have or that God has Let's use him as the primary mover that God has with his people. And if he doesn't have that relationship, if you don't have a dear relationship with God, I can tell you definitively that he desires a a dear relationship with you. So the dearness of the relationship that God desires with his people, it makes me think of the passage of uh, 2 Peter 3, 9, where it stands, the Lord is not slow to fulfill his promises, some clump count slowness, but he is patient toward you, not wishing that any should perish, but that all should reach repentance. So the worst part about this is not that the Lord is mad. That's the consequence of the bad part. It's kind of like a divorce. So the consequences of divorce are are terrible. Uh, We all agree that they're universally bad. If you don't know that, just ask a divorced person. But that's not the real loss. The divorce is not the real... the worst thing about a divorce, what's really bad, the real tragedy of that relationship is the loss of the love. Then the divorce is the consequence of the loss of the love, the love and attitude, love and behaviors. So the really bad part is that the love is lost and it was abandoned, sent away, canceled, divorced. And that's something that, that all agree that should not have happened. It's a grief to all involved. It's an unpleasant problem for the Lord. He doesn't like it. This passage says he doesn't like that. This is a state that displeases him. He desires more and kind of rebukes the Ephesian church and saying, hey, you can do better in your relationship with me and probably as well in the relationship with the people that I love. I want to be in this first love type of relationship with you. And this is a state of dissatisfaction of the person, too. It's harmful to them. They probably don't like it either. So in conclusion today, the tragedy of here is the loss of the dearness of the first love. And the beauty is that the Lord is in this. His half of the relationship is ready to go. He says, I want to be in this relationship with you. So perhaps let's say the two greatest spiritual words today. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I've walked. I've left. I'm deeper or I prioritized or divorced. Why? Because we have lost our dearness. Thanks for listening.